What's up, everyone? Uh, very excited to do this special edition show on the Multimedia Men podcast. This is this is like uh, we're gonna do a, a techie technology streaming service podcast because we're just so excited. I'm Brian Kluger, and I'm joined with the host with the most, James Cole Clay, the guy I watch all the streaming movies with throughout the years and the days and the minutes in this quarantine time. James, what's up, buddy? Uh, nothing, man. I am pretty stoked today. It's been a day I've been looking forward to, actually, and I got even more excited uh, going through HBO Max. So I guess that's what we're doing here today. Yes, that's what we're doing. So, you know, streaming services have become like a big thing, especially in the last couple months. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, we've seen CBS All Access, Shudder, the DC app, uh, and then most recently, Disney+. Plus. And now, today, today, HBO unveiled uh, their HBO Max streaming service, which, which is basically all of HBO and then a shit ton of other things. So we're here today to talk to you about what you can expect with HBO Max, how to navigate, what you can find, the cool little gems on there uh, and whatnot. But like first, you got to download that HBO Max app. Uh, if you have a phone or an Apple TV, a Roku, whatever, download that HBO Max app. It is $14.99 a month. However, if you have any TV service that has HBO or HBO Now, you can get HBO Max for free. So you don't have to pay for it again if you have an HBO subscription already. It comes for free. Uh, so yeah, I downloaded it on my Apple TV and uh cole where did you download it on uh on apple tv i've heard that it's not available on roku yet oh is it not available or, on roku yet that's what a friend of mine said i asked him um he has hbo now and i asked him about that and he said it's not available yet um so he's he's waiting until like some licensing deal goes out it's wow. that and with amazon i think it has a problem i have a fire stick in my guest room so it's not on there we just have it i have an apple tv 4k um, that I use, so that's what I downloaded it on. And it, it honestly, like, it works pretty good, especially for launch day stuff. I mean, I feel like they kind of have to at this point, like, make sure that it, you know, really works well. No, I think so too. And they, you know, they've been doing their research. I feel like for the last year or two of getting all this stuff down. And you know, why Disney Plus might be seven dollars a month, and you know, you can get CBS All Access for $5 a month. Uh, but this is like $15. And you're like, ah, why is it $15? What comes with it? Well, as long as Cole and I've been doing this today, there is such a treasure trove, an ocean full of content, which is insane to me. So right when you get in, when you click in, you create your little profile and you sign in, it's a beautiful like purple a background and then you have like you know the little pop-ups of what each show is um what what would you what's your initial thoughts of this uh this interface this, this little yeah i think it looks good i think the purple is very soothing it has a very nice uh has a very nice aesthetic to it it kind of has the same uh look as like movies anywhere is what that kind of looks like the same kind of pile on that but i think this one works really well it's really easy to navigate. I was never really crazy about uh, the way that HBO now looks and the HBO Go. I was never really nuts about that interface. I've, a lot of the interfaces that I've dealt with are just kind of annoying, um, especially Hulu. 
um, and, and really honestly Netflix, but I think this one, it really like smooths it out. It like categorizes everything really well. Um, and so if you want to have, um, and I think Disney plus is honestly, is pretty good looking as well. I really like to, to navigate that one, um, to a certain extent, but you can't, uh, with that one, you can't, uh, go, you have to go to your watch list to navigate different episodes. If you like wanted to watch a different episode of like the Simpsons or something like that. Um, but on this one, it, uh, it really sections things off well between DC, Turner Classic Movies, uh, Looney Tunes, HBO, Adult Yeah, that's Swim. what I wanted to, um, wanted to talk about. So like, yeah. they, they call it hubs. So kind of like, you know, in Reddit ah. or subreddits. So they have different hubs. So if you get HBO Max, you have, I think, access to all the HBO movies and TV shows through HBO that are, you know, exclusive to them. But then I'm seeing hubs for detective comics meaning all the shows that are through dc and warner brothers uh you have a sesame street uh hub which all the sesame street stuff new and old turner classic movies which i haven't even gone through the list we'll get to that later but tons of yeah. other classic films studio uh ghibli which is unbelievably cool all the animation stuff you have cartoon network slash adult swim collection and then crunch roll crunchy roll which i believe is more anime and then looney tunes new and old looney tunes from like the 40s on up and then 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 i see right below that stuff like fresh prince of bel-air the entire series and then you go into like your categories of romantic comedies horror and stuff like that but holy shit uh cole what Talk to me about this. What What are you most excited for? Is this too much content? Can there be such a thing as too much content? What are you most? Yes, excited? there can be a thing as such as too much content. Um, I mean, I think most streaming apps really stress me out. Honestly, that's why I'm such a physical media guy because I can actually like see what I want and focus on it and not feel paralyzed by everything. Um, <laughs> so, but so I I really try to limit myself to streaming apps. I keep I keep with Netflix. Uh, mainly just because um, that's kind of like the, I don't know, the mainstay in terms of streaming and because I review a lot of their stuff. So I, um, I keep, I keep with Netflix. I, I don't, with Hulu, I use that for like house hunters and stuff like that, even though their movies are good. Like they have a lot of IFC stuff and a pretty good horror section and uh, you know, stuff like Buffy and Angel. And I love those shows. So, I mean, you know, and FX, you know, it has the FX stuff. So, you know, really those are great. Um, I had Disney Plus up until today. We had a conversation about Disney Plus. And, I, you know, I have a Disney collection of my movies that I was like thinking to myself, am I really going to watch the Even Stevens movie? You know, do I really need that? You know, the only thing that I really care about right now on Disney Plus is um, The Simpsons, honestly. And so I canceled Disney Plus because there's only so much I can watch. Like if I'm spending money on this streaming app and that streaming app and spending money on Blu-rays, like Criterion, stuff like that, you know, it's like, I don't, I can't watch all this stuff. So it's like, you know, if something back comes back on Disney plus, I'm interested in it, I'll resubscribe. But for now I'm focusing on uh, HBO max, um, Hulu and Netflix. Really. I don't even, I'm not, I kind of have moral problems with Amazon. So I'm not even an Amazon customer like at all. Um, so those are my big three that I'm going to stick with now because, you know, I, it took, I went through everything that is on here and it took me a little over an hour to add everything to my list. Um, and it's, it's good. And a lot of the remasterings that they've done are gorgeous. 
So um, that's so, that's how uh, I that's how I got it. So what I what I'm going to ask you now is so with HBO Max is HBO Max in 4K at the moment or is it 1080p high def? No, it's not 4K. I, I went to look at the Harry Potter ones, um, and they're not 4K. They're not 4K. I have the 4K Blu-ray, so I mean I'm chill with that. Um, but um, they're not they're not 4K on here. Um, but like if you like watch the Flintstones or something like that, or the new Looney Tunes, which I'm sure we'll talk about, because uh, I watched a few of those today already. Um, you'll see how amazing they really look. Um, but you know, Disney plus is, um, 4k content does look good. Like, I mean, I watched like the Incredibles on there and that was the way to watch. Yeah. It. Well, yeah. The, this else. is the way. Yeah. So Disney plus and Netflix and Amazon prime are in 4k at the moment. I don't think Hulu mm -hmm. is. And I'm surprised no. HBO max doesn't have the 4k option yet. I wonder if there's uh going, they're going to have that at a later option because that's, a do you think it'll be a surcharge? The what? Surcharge, or do you think it'll be a surcharge, or is it going to be included? Because Netflix, you know, they'll charge you eighteen bucks a month for it. Right. So I mean, I get that, but I don't think Amazon Prime does that. I, I don't think no. so. They don't charge uh, extra for it. Right. So some don't, and so I'm curious, and if they're going to do that, maybe they're testing the waters. But I would imagine for cinephiles and people who love 4K, that's a pretty big selling point. And for well, yeah, it is, and you can tell the difference on streaming. Like they really. You know, if you have a good internet connection, which is how I was able to get HBO Max for free, um, AT&T just included it with my subscription, which is so kick-ass. It's so amazing. So yeah, I mean, the thing is for me is the 4K content, yeah, it would be awesome. And you know, Disney was able to offer that, uh, which I kind of just like throws down the gauntlet for other things. But I, I think HBO Max is a little more confident with their content to carry them more so than Disney Plus is. Because I think I mean, the thing with Disney Plus, like, yeah, it's cool that 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Old Yeller and Swiss Family Robinson is on there, but who's really going to watch that? So I think, you know, HBO Max, in terms of, like, the classic stuff that they drop, they drop Casablanca, North by Northwest. Um, oh, gosh, what else is on there? I think tons of old John Ford movies and things like that. Are, it's, it's, it's badass. It's Magnificent Ambersons, I think, is on there. Like, a bunch of really cool stuff. Citizen Kane. Um, Really cool stuff on there. So, I mean, I think that they're more confident in, like, the content that they have rather than Disney Plus because, I mean, you know, you know when Disney did that epic Twitter thread of, uh, you know, like, here's all the content that we're going to drop and they're showing all the Disney Channel original movies. Like, yeah, those are cool, but that's more nostalgic and frivolous. I think the Looney Tunes stuff um, is going to be a little more sustainable. And for me, I already have all the Marvel movies. I already have most of the Disney movies I really love. So uh, it's whatever. I have the Pixar stuff. I mean, it's whatever. But the, the thing is, is, their transfers on Disney are really great. Um, I've watched a few of the Looney Tunes episodes. They look great. The Flintstones look great. Um, and so, you know, the 4K stuff would be cool. But at some point, I'm sure they're going to have to release some 4K content. But um, I don't know if HBO Go or HBO Now ever had 4K content for like Game of Thrones or anything like that, did they? Not that I know of. I don't think any of it. I think it was just, you know, 1080p HD type stuff. So, yeah, it, it's interesting to me. And you bring up a good point with, you know, Disney releasing all this stuff and, you know, how we have such a, a crazy, or a lot of us, or movie collectors, you know, physical media have a ton of Disney stuff already. So when I go through Disney Plus and I see a movie that I already have, I tend to skip it and find something that I don't have physically, and I would rather watch that. But with HBO Max, I think there is 
a ton more that I don't have physical media copies yeah. of. And I'm more inclined to do that, such as Looney Tunes. I mean, technically, I do have the old DVD like volumes of Looney Tunes. I, like, oh, no, that five. six volume set. That's yeah, six volume so, set from back in the day. Yeah, but with TV shows like that, it's easier to kind of do it streaming, where you don't have to put in a disc every you know sure. four or five episodes. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm definitely going to watch The Fresh Prince. I, I think that show really holds up. I mean. Sure, there's some nostalgia to it, but it's good. You know, Friends is going to be huge for a lot of people. Um, not really for me. I'm kind of over it. Um, but the thing is, I think I think they're going to add more as their licensing deals other places expire. So I think you know the thing. What I want everyone to think about when it comes to this uh, is make sure you know look and see if uh, the show in question is produced by Warner Brothers. If it's produced by Warner Brothers, it's going to be on HBO Max. Um, so for example, a show like Buffy which I believe, I think that did air on the WB back in the day, back in the late 90s. That, I do that, that so, yeah. So, so that'll be on there, but it's not on there yet because it's on Hulu. So, so for example, with The Fresh Prince, it aired on NBC, which is owned by Universal, but it was produced by Warner Brothers, um, and the home video releases were produced by Warner Brothers. So that will be on there. So if you're curious what could be on there and what could be coming soon, uh, just speculate and Google Warner Brothers produce TV shows or something like that. Um, but there, there's, you know, and it really helps because HBO already has all these pre-existing licensing deals with all these um, other companies and production houses. So, I mean, they, they did a really good job of curating it. Uh, I definitely want to go through our list to show like dude they even have some really weird shit on here and i'm excited to talk about that too so. yeah so let's let's start well let's start with um let's let's go to uh the um the starts with looney tunes looney let's tunes. do it yeah i'm going i'm going to looney tunes so if you click on the hub for looney tunes you have you know their featured stuff and then there's the a to z meaning their entire catalog of what looney tunes they have so they have baby looney tunes musical adventures regular Looney Tunes, the cartoons, the Looney Tunes show, and the Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries. So if you click on just, you know, the regular Looney Tunes, and there are a number, so there are 31 seasons of Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, season one, you know, black and white from uh, 1931, you know? Right. And then if you go to season, uh, let's see, when you started getting into more Bugs Bunny stuff, you know, season seven, the heckling hair, uh, that's 1941. And they're all here. And they all, if you click on yeah. any of the little tabs, it has a little brief description about it, the year it came out, how long it is. And there are 31 seasons of these old, Looney Tunes cartoons, and yes, it is in HD. It's not in uh, 4K, but I mean, it it's pretty crazy to have that huge of a catalog just for Looney Tunes. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm clicking on them right now. I have my soundbar on mute, but I'm and I'm looking at them right now. And I, I clicked on the heckling hair, and uh, I mean, it looks great. I mean, I, there's some, even with the four by three, I think it still looks really nice, and I still think it looks really. Um, I don't know. It's kind of warm in a way. I, I think they really did a good job with the colors. Um, but the thing is, is what, what's funny on season one, which I think I've only seen one of those cartoons from back in the day on season one. And that was, I haven't got a hat. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. So, but this one, it looks like it's like, I've never even heard of this one. It, it looks like it's like Mickey Mouse. Right. Know. What's up with that? Do you have any idea what that is? 
Um, I mean, it looks exactly like Mickey and Minnie. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, but I don't, I, it's, it's not that, uh, I don't think okay. so. I, I'm not in, yeah, it's called, what is it? Foxy Dreams. He is the yeah. real trolley engineer. So Foxy is, I guess, Warner Brothers answer to Disney's Mickey. And I can't, it's, it's hard to tell that they didn't get sued or not because I mean, their ears are just a tad bit different other than that. Right, right. The same, so they're, instead of rounded ears, they kind of have a rounded ear with a point to it. And that mm -hmm. literally looks like the only difference. So I'm very curious on how, what happened there, you know, back in the day. But sure. Yeah, I am too. HBO Max to watch. So, and then the thing is too is it looks like there's some gaps in it. Like if you go to season seven here, it's episode one, episode two, episode three, episode five. Then it jumps to episode seven, and yeah. then uh, that's it. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know if they're going to fill in the blanks. So I don't know my, if some of the, the band cartoons. Yeah. So my um my theory here, my my guess, my educated guess is they're being bitches. And uh, one of two things, either they lost the prints and they can't find them, or B, they were like the racist ones and they're too yeah. busy to release it. Though <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom and Jerry's on here too. So, you know, I'm curious if they're going to have any of that stuff. Like maybe they'll have that Whoopi Goldberg intro that's like talking about the racism from right. Tom and Jerry. If, any, I mean, if anybody hasn't seen that, it's on YouTube. It's awesome. Well, so. but it's part of it. I mean, I mean, I don't get how uh that would affect anybody i mean it was part of history if you don't want to watch it don't watch it you don't you know exactly it's so it's it, so it's weird how why they would do that so i'm not sure if that's the case but i would imagine it's one of those two things either they lost the print or there's suggestive racist old school themes in there that they just x'd out for that reason so i'm curious so, like if i look up episode six of looney tunes what it's going to be <laughs> so there is a little oh, bit of, good idea so there is a little bit of that in there but i mean it's 31 seasons of looney tunes and that's just the one classic one we're not even getting into you know the looney tune show which is the the fairly recent one which there's been two seasons of uh which came out in 2011 and then there's even newer ones from this year too so so yeah, the new, I watched a couple of the new ones. Uh, what I'm trying to see is, so okay, so the la the very last episode that they have of on the Looney Tunes season, I'm guessing these were uh, 2005 on it. That's interesting. Um, what I'm thinking they are is, I guess these are like shorts that were shown in front of like movies back in the day, right? Or something like that. So I guess that's what it is. Um, I mean, the Chuck Jones ones I, I really like a lot, from like the 60s and 70s. Um, are really good. I really like the the animation of that. So I don't know how they categorize them with seasons, but I think to get like the complete set, you'll have to buy every single volume of that six thing set that came out like 15 years ago or something like right, that. Right, right. And but I mean, but it's pretty good. There's hundreds of cartoons on here. Hundreds. Yeah, and if you have a family with really young toddlers, there's the Baby Looney Tunes musical adventures. You know, for ages what one through four or something like that. There's no Tiny Toon Adventures on here, sadly. Not yet, not yet. Because I think Tiny Toons and uh, Animaniacs are on another thing. They might be on Hulu right now. Let's hope that they join. Those would be really cool to have. I like Tiny Toon Adventures. 
uh, growing up. But I mean, these are good. I think these Looney Tunes cartoons really hold up. I mean, what Boomerang does is they'll still show like those two hour blocks uh, on live, on live. But you know, now you can just pick any ones. Um, I haven't seen any of the Looney Tunes show. I'll probably pop it on. Um, but I, I mean, it looks actually pretty good, the animation, but the Looney Tunes cartoons that came out now that were released today, there are, let's see, I think there's 10 of them. So it's about a hundred minutes or so. Some, some cartoons are between 10 and 13, 14 minutes. Um, I watched two of them. I watched episode one and two. And so it's like two cartoons. So my favorite one that I saw was, uh, Bugs is trying to watch a baseball game and he sneaks into the evil scientist's evil scientist's house because he has a better satellite dish and he's basically fucking with Gossamer. It's a big haired guy. Yeah. And it's really good. It's really good. So then after that one, um, you get a Daffy Duck and Porky Pig uh, being shitty firefighters. It's really good. Really funny. And like the animation is like revamped to a way that's like retro, but also very new looking. It's not the Space Jam looking Bugs Bunny. Um, he's, he's a little more retro looking and I, I really... So far, I've liked what they did. I'm going to watch them all, honestly. I'm kind of yeah. I, wa- I think I watched the one where Yosemite Sam was arm wrestling in the saloon. And he was oh. It was like an over-the-top movie, but with Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started about all the Sylvester Stallone shit they have on here. It is awesome. So is what's awesome. Sylvester Stallone stuff? Can you search Sylvester Stallone? I'm going to try that. I'm going to try to use their search. Can. I, think right you, I think you can. So the Looney Tunes stuff really has me. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be cool. Uh, the Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries are pretty cool, too. So uh, pretty good stuff there. Um, I added Daylight and Get Carter to my list. Nice. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Daylight I Daylight solid. Yeah, I, uh, I typed in Just Alone and Get Carter, Daylight, and Judge Dredd came up. <laughs> I am the law. So that's great. And so for some reason, Martin Lawrence's Talking Dirty After Dark came up, but not sure why that would come up in Stallone. <laughs> but Judge Dread, Daylight, and Get Carter. So that's, I mean, I remember seeing Daylight in the theater. That that brilliant I mean, 90s look, movie. No matter what, for some reason, I was telling my, my, my girlfriend, whom I live with, I was just like, I was like, why am I always watching Sylvester Stallone movies? Like, I really legit am always watching his stuff. And I, I'll watch any deep cut of his stuff. Um, Looney Tunes stuff is pretty great. Um, Crunchy, are you into the Crunchyroll stuff, like the anime stuff at all? So at one point in time, maybe in the late 90s and early 2000s, I was really heavily into anime. And, you know, I watched stuff like, um, like, what was it? What was it? Fuck. Um, Robotech and uh, Trigun and tons of other stuff. So it doesn't look like they have a huge list, like they might have 5, 10, 15, 17 different animated shows right now i'm sure that list is going to grow but if you like uh kill la kill or um inspector or berserk or bungo stray dogs erase 91 days uh full metal alchemist brotherhood those are on here those are those are in hbo's crunchy roll type of thing so i i think it'll only grow from there but 17 anime shows at launch is not bad it's not bad, so it's nice. And and same kind of goes for the Adult Swim stuff. You know, I want some more of the deep cut Adult Swim stuff that's on there, but they do have a lot of their mainstays on there. So, I mean, you know, you're not going to get, like, 
your pretty face is going to hell or like Mr. Pickles, the dog or something like that. But you will get like home movies, space goes coast to coast and Metalocalypse. Oh, I like that. And Aqua Teen, which is definitely when I realized that, um, you know, marijuana exists when no, I was like I, in high no, school. I, you know, so it's like, it kind of brings me back to that. No, yeah, I was in yeah. college when Adult Swim started and watched Aqua Teen, Sea Lab, you know, Squid Billies, and all, all of those shows right in a row. And I love that with the Adult Swim and Cartoon Network on there that's on there. And I, you know what? I just went to the browse section of HBO Max, and I can't believe that Hulu or Netflix don't have this option, but they have a coming soon tab, and it shows all the shit coming soon through June. So anything that's coming up in the next month, it shows like, you know, Lucy in the Sky, Ad Astra, I May Destroy You, The Good Liar, Dr. Sleep, Ford vs. Ferrari, the new TV shows. And I think you can click on them and you'll get to watch the trailer and it'll tell you when it's coming out. Premieres June 20th on uh, HBO Max. So I love that aspect because if Netflix and Hulu had something like that, holy shit, I'd be just like more in tune to like, oh, I can't wait to it come out. Absolutely. I, um, I really enjoy it. I mean, you know, people have Rick and Morty on here. I mean, that's cool. That was already on Hulu. Um, Boondocks, one of my favorite shows, Robot Chicken um, as well. But oh, and then I, I was wanting to see Primal, which I think is done by the guy that did Samurai Jack, uh, which looks really cool. It's like R-rated. Uh, it's like basically Turok, essentially. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it looks good. I was wanting to see it when it came out last year. So. I'm going to check that out. And it's only going to grow, so I'm pretty stoked about it. Right, so, right. I mean, and these are, this is a great, like, first, like, eight uh, Adult Swim. Some of the best ones, like Cole said, Thunder Force. Home Movies is fantastic. I'm so glad all four seasons of that is that show. Uh, Metapocalypse, Space Ghosts. Uh, I mean, and Boondocks, of course, is one of the funnier shows ever made. It, they doing Absolutely. a good job here and you know it's good to have something where you because i'll tell you the this hbo max app is way better uh facilitated and shown than the adult swim app uh this is way more this is easier to use for sure don't you think it's a nice backdrop and like each each like themed one like right now i'm, I'm about to move us on to Studio Ghibli, um, but I, you know, I love the dashboard of it. It's it's really easy to navigate. It's very aesthetically pleasing. It's it's not busy and cluttered. Like I think Hulu thinks that they're doing a good job with it, but it's really annoying, especially on an Apple TV remote when you have to when you want to hit a series and you have to hold the yeah. button to go to, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, I I have Hulu without commercial or with commercials, and the, the commercials on there are unbearable. So it's like. You know, I don't watch like an episode of Seinfeld because, you know, I don't want to hear Jerry do a stand up and then get a commercial break and then have a three minute segment and then go to another commercial. It just sucks. And, you know, I don't want to think about car insurance while I'm watching Seinfeld. You got you to get that no commercial one, man. It's I know. I know. I'm just I'm very frugal. Uh, I think it's only like three dollars more. But, yeah. So, you know, the Studio Ghibli one, though, too, is. It's pretty good. So yes, yeah. Uh, did I have I been saying it wrong? Ghibli? Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? Am I am I saying it the American Southern way? American Ghibli? I don't think so. It's Ghibli. I mean, you say G like, well, guh, goat, guh. So you'd say goat, Ghibli. It's Ghibli. It's Ghibli. It's Ghibli. It's Ghibli. All right. It's Ghibli. 
And so we were talking about this earlier. I think you and I have most of these on Blu-ray, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do have most of them. Um, I have all the ones that count, at least. I The only ones I don't have is Nausicaa, because I actually don't really care for that film. I don't have Secret World of Arietti when Marnie was here. The Wind Rises, because it's only available on a Disney DVD, and I want all of mine to match. Um, and then Tales from the Earth Sea. But I have... I have most of them, like the the heavy hitters, your Totoro's, your Kiki's, your Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke. You have all those? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I love all this stuff. And I'm Fantastic. just glad that it's on here, too, because it might be easier for some people to watch it. Um, yeah, they have both the Japanese and the American dub, which was done by Disney. And I think the dubs are really good. People give them shit, but um, I think the dubs are fantastic. Um, Let's see how they look, though. What are you putting on? But uh, Princess Mononoke, which is probably my favorite one. Uh, it's a wonderful one, for sure. So it looks fantastic. Yeah, you know what? I'm surprised that's not on here. Grave of the Fireflies. That's really weird. Yeah, so Grave of the Fireflies is on Hulu. You can watch Grave of the Fireflies on Hulu. Um, there's something with the licensing of it that's different. I don't know why. So I think Shout Factory just released a steelbook of it um, a few months ago. And they've been released because Shout Factory releases the G-Kids stuff. I'm pretty sure they're like the same company in a way. At least they handle the distribution. Yeah. Um, so I, there's something weird with Grave of the Fireflies because it was one of the very early Ghiblis. I, I don't know. I don't know why it's different. Um, why it's not on here with it yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm curious because I was looking for that because that's like one of the saddest ones and most like hardcore ones. Of all time. Yeah, no, for sure. It's a great, it's a great film. Uh, but I'm sure it will be it soon and I had no idea Shout Factory released it. Damn it. I love it. So I'm watching this Princess Mononoke and like immediately just, it, it pops. It just looks so damn good. And the thing about these Studio Ghiblis, which is so great on Blu-ray, I mean, I like to own them um, personally because I just like looking at the artwork and the flip covers and all that stuff. But I mean, anybody who knows our conversations knows, knows that. Um, but like, right now I'm watching um, Billy Crudup's character uh, talk to Billy Bob Thornton as they're like eating over like a little pot. And like the thing is, is their food. The food is always what, it's how you know that these movies like look really good. But um, I think it's really smooth looking. Um, the aspect ratio is very nice. Um, I have it on mute, so I don't know the sound quality of all these just yet. Um, since this is essentially an action movie, that's going to be really important. But, um, you know, I, I think that it's, I mean, the thing is, is that what's important is that, you know, I know Miyazaki's not for all of that, but he also has an amazing producer. Uh, I think Sojio Suzuki, I can't, Sojio Suzuki, I think his name, but he's kind of like the, the brains behind it all. He's the Jerry Bruckheimer to hit to to his Michael Bay, I guess, um, for Studio Ghibli. Um, he's the one that convinced them to come, and so many people are going to discover them uh, this way. I think that you know it's it's really a huge gift to the world right. to have these available just now. I mean, they're I mean, you can you, even some of the ones that people may not have watched, like uh, Palm Poco. Like, holy shit, Palm Poco, if anybody's ever seen that. If you ever want to see raccoon dogs jumping around on their testicles while shape-shifting, yeah. you know, this is the movie for you. Um, so there's a lot of great shit on here um, for the Ghibli. I'm, I'm stoked. 
No, for sure. And I'm curious. So one thing I've noticed, at least with Studio Ghibli, I'm going to click on the featured movies, Wonder Woman. And so, okay. So one thing I, I hope at some point they'll reevaluate or add. Um, so it, what I like sometimes about Amazon, um, they're, there or even sometimes Hulu or Netflix, they'll have more information. So information with each movie or TV show you watch before you click on it, you have the um, the the time, the year, the rating, and it, it's in HD. And then you can look at cast and crew. And if you go there, you can't click on anybody, but it just says cast and crew and the director. However, I would like to see what audio format it's in. I mean, technically, I guess, if I play a movie and um, I can go down and go to audio, but it doesn't say like what the sound is. It says full dynamic range and that's it. It doesn't say like 5.1 or DTS or Dolby Atmos. So I'd like for that information to be on there and maybe the aspect ratio. What do you think? Aspect ratio would be nice. And, and, and really the audio thing I think is really solid too. Um, that would be really important to me because there's nothing more than I love then I have a really badass sound bar. I have like a Klipsch sound bar that is just, I just love it. It's so powerful. And so to me, um, like for example, I, if you watch movies on iTunes, like if you watch Invisible Man, it'll say Dolby Atmos or, you know, Dolby Vision or whatever it is. Or, you know, so I mean, iTunes does that. Um, and the aspect ratio would be nice because like it turns out, you know, people really do give a shit about that. Like if you watch like The Simpsons on you know, we talked about that through text the other day, which is kind of what prompted us to talk about HBO Max, I think, today, is we were texting about the Simpsons aspect ratio and, like, how shitty that was. It's like, it would be like, you can see, like, I know this is a podcast, people can't see me, but let's see, you're looking at my Zoom tile right now. You can see, like, I'm in, like, what, 16.9 or I don't know. But it's like, okay, here I am, I look normal. But then on those, it's just like, hi, I'm Homer. You know, yeah, no, it looks like this, the like camera lens on Simpsons just zoomed in like times four. And you're not getting the full picture. And I don't know how Disney fucked this up with the transition to Fox or Disney, but I mean, it looked, it was hard to watch. <laughs> did you ever have the FX Now app? I did. Uh, when they did, did. The every, they did every Simpsons ever. Like, do you remember how those looked? Those were four three, right? Yeah, no, they looked amazing. And, and so FX went as far as that they did a choice. You can watch them four by three or widescreen. Right, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was great. However, FX app was the worst app in the world. Uh, outsourced everything to Hulu because, that, because people are actually watching FX now. Because FX has a lot of good shit, but. Um, right, right. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, I, I, I really, I really am, am impressed. You know, for example, I brought up, uh, the, the Flintstones, as I say, The Simpsons, I brought up The Flintstones and I clicked on, I watched about 10 minutes of an episode, uh, today of like season three or four. And I'm looking at it right now. I'm watching Barney Rubble do his twinkle toes, um, on a <laughs> bowling ball. And it, it looks beautiful. I mean, uh, look, dude, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the Jetsons and the Flintstones growing up. So, you know, the Hanna-Barbera stuff, I know people give Hanna-Barbera a lot of shit and it is what it is. Um, I know it's kind of like like cheaply produced in a lot of way, but it, it it is nice. It does look good. Um, the colors really pop. The detail is there, and I think that's what's most important because it really just enhances all of that stuff that we already had. Um, but there's like Yogi Bear, Josie and the Pussycat, Scooby Doo, 
Um, they don't have like Magilla Gorilla or Huckleberry Hound or like Snagglepuss or Top Cat or anything like that on there right. yet. But I mean, I don't know who's super interested in that. The one thing that I would be interested in in terms of Hanna Barbera stuff, uh, I used to watch Wacky Races as a kid, like in Penelope. I, I really like those. I really like those. So, but I mean, the, the, the important thing is, you know, aside from all those digressions, is that this older content that is as old as my dad is, um, is pretty damn good. Like literally 1963, that's when my dad was born. That's when this episode aired. And it, it's amazing that it looks so good. Um, because I remember watching it in the nineties a lot and, you know, looking like crap. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty badass. It's, it's fucking impressive, man. So it's, it's really fucking impressive. So it is, it is. Uh, I've moved over to the DC hub through HBO Max. And so if you're looking for stuff like, you know, Supergirl TV series, Arrow, Flash from the CW, they're not on here at least yet. But Doom Patrol, exclusive to the DC app is, as well as almost every DC animated movie and uh, old or old and new DC film, such as the Michael Keaton Batmans, Aquaman, the recent Joker, Batman v Superman, uh, Jonah Hex, the Lego Batman movie, Suicide Squad, Teen Titans, The Watchmen is on there, and Wonder Woman. So there's a 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. So about 35 DC content right now. And for those of you who don't own any of that, that's a pretty big deal. Collection is pretty cool. Uh, what's Beware the Batman? I've never heard of that. Hold on, I'm looking at that. Oh, okay. It's like some TV show. Interesting. It's like a CG TV show. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I am looking. Um, there's definitely not. Because uh, you remember the uh, Batman movies, the, the 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 big four Batman movies from the eighties and nineties were released on um, were released on four K uh, last year. Yeah, and so they they look really good on four K, but they're not on there here. But it's still worth it because holy shit, the Burton Batmans are great. Um, I want to <laughs> watch Doom Patrol. I really want to watch that. But doesn't DC have their own app? So that's where they would find like Arrow and all that stuff. Yeah, Arrowverse. DC has their own app, and I believe it's probably ten bucks a month. Um, but I mean, I I'm really curious about Doom Patrol because I heard awesome things about it, and I'm really happy that it is actually on HBO. And yeah, the whole first season is out, and so I'm curious if when season two comes out, if it'll go straight to HBO Max or if it will be on uh, if it will be on DC app solely until like a year later, and it'll come to HBO Max. Curious. They're pimping it um, on the DC front page. It says season two premieres June 25th. So it is going to be on there. So your question is, is it going to be exclusive to HBO Max? Right. Yeah, I don't know if it is or not. Uh, I just like that this is on there. And I would imagine since this is literally hasn't even been out, you know, 12 hours yet, maybe if that only. And I think you know, within the next month or two, they're going to be adding a ton more stuff to this, don't you think? Shit with Jack, if you want, on their <laughs> steel. Um, All right. They do have good stuff. I mean, I, I think this is just like enough for like people to like dip their toes in, you know? No, for sure. For sure. This is some just Batman. Some of those Batman movies are pretty good, the animated ones. I mean, Batman Under the Red Hood is really good. Uh, the Killing Joke wasn't so good, but um, I, I like those DC animated movies to a certain extent. I, I, I Mask the Phantasm isn't on here, sadly, but look, it it, it works. 
it works. It's functioning. There's enough. There is enough. We will all be fine. <laughs> we will all be fine with this amount of content. No, it's, it's wonderful. It is, uh, it's, it's great. Uh, you want to go to Turner, Turner Classic Movies? Is that, that's where you're, because there, there's a Criterion Channel app that you can buy, and it's a, it's, it's a paid subscription, but there's a lot of Criterion movies on this Turner Classic Movies HBO Max hub, and I'm just real happy about it. Roll through some highlights. Oh, my God, even Armageddon is in the TCM. <laughs> yeah, Armageddon is on Turner Classic Movies, and all, is also part of the uh, Criterion Collection, by the way. It has one of the all-time best commentaries. Um, that I've ever yeah. heard in my life where it's basically just Ben Affleck and Michael Bay arguing about the logistics of Armageddon. But um, go ahead and uh, roll through a few highlights. That you oh, uh, what the first one that comes to mind, I mean, besides, you know, or the first one that's never been released on Blu-ray or 4K is The Abyss. And that is on here. And uh, that is in HD. And that has never been released on Blu-ray or 4K, oddly enough. So that's going to be one of the first ones I watched. I love the old Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn, um, Armacord. You have the Battle of Algiers. These are all Criterion stuff, and that's unbelievably good. Big Top Peewee. <laughs> Let's see. And you got Cronenberg on here. The Brood Carnival of Souls is on here. Cat Schrader's Cat People. Oh, Chocolat. Nice. Ooh, I like. I mean, it's not like an old movie, but um let's see cool hand luke city lights they have like a whole um charlie chaplin section it's really cool it looks like they have all the dirty harry's on here yeah um it, and then you'll feel you'll see like stuff like castaway on there <laughs> you're like okay i guess but classic uh, but and commandos on here too which is unbelievably good the schwarzenegger film the second most homoerotic movie ever made <laughs> Ah, uh, so good. And, and, and like, and like uh, Cole said, I believe Critters, the first Critters movie is in Turner Classic Movies. All four Critters are on there. So you oh. can watch Leo on HBO Max. I mean, there, you go. there was that badass box set. Y'all y'all did a, uh, on My Bloody Podcast, and y'all do a... Uh, we did a, yeah, we did a Critters here. box set one, which is great. I, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Critters, and I saw, I mean, I saw Critters 4 in space, Critters 3 with Leo in the New York City. And then the Easter one, part two. Uh, so good. Really cool stuff that's on here. Um, they have Grey Gardens, which is one of my all-time favorite documentaries. Um, let's see, they have uh, Roy Bakshi's, or Ralph Bakshi's The Hobbit, which is very strange animation. If anybody oh, oh, yeah. Did they have The Wizard on there? Ralph Bakshi's The Wizard? I'm going to get to it here in a second. I do like Ralph Bakshi, though. He's really strange. Uh, How Su, the Japanese movie, which, oh my God, if you haven't seen that. Uh, Hoop Dreams is great, is on here. Ooh. Jaws, all four of the Jaws movies are on here. Wonderful. I saw, I see Freaks is on there, the old, like, 1930s Freaks movie in HD, which is very hard to come by on DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, a lot of Godzilla stuff. Oh my goodness. Lean on me, let's see. Wait, where's the guy? I guess I'd be under G. There we go. Yeah, so, and it's funny because I've been looking at your Criterion Godzilla thing right behind you this whole broadcast. <laughs> I love that, that thing so much. It's so great. 
Oh my goodness. Stuff. There's a lot of uh, French New Wave stuff on here. Last Emperor is on here. Little Shop of Horse. I mean, really, you could just Lolita, which you and I have been talking about a little bit lately. Um, I rewatched yeah. that. Oh, I'm so happy Ralph Bashki, his Bakshi's his, his Hobbits on there. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Out of that, I wish his Lord of the Rings would be on there too. But uh, a lot of cool old Steve Martin deep cuts that people might not might not know, like the Lonely Guy and All of Me with Lily Tomlin. Um, let's see, Michael Clayton. Wow, it's a fantastic movie. This is Doubtfire. Okay. My dinner with Andre is on here. The naked. I love that good. movie so much. I recently wrote about that movie. Oh, so good! Yeah, uh, we're just Lady Snowblood stuff. The Land Before Time, the original one. Uh, it's kind of like all the great movies in addition, like Little Shop of Horrors, the '80s musical, and then all the Criterion's you kind of want are on here. You don't have to pay the Criterion price for it either. Makes me feel kind of, oh my God, Raising Arizona's on here, Rashomon, Police Story, which got a badass Criterion release recently, The Player. Man, I mean, it's really embarrassing the amount of cool movies that they have on here. I really hope that, like, because the thing is with Criterion is, like, it's very niche. Like, not everybody knows about Criterion, but I think a lot of people are, oh my God, River's Edge is on here. Hell to the yes, Christian Waller <laughs> in the living room. Um, but the thing is, I think a lot of people know HBO already, so it's going to really open these films up to people. And, like, finally, hopefully, we can talk about stuff like that because, you know, as much as I do like Marvel movies, I will shit on them at the same time because what they do for movies. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, they can, these movies can actually penetrate the cultural consciousness. I mean, shit, dude. Uh, Solaris, the original Solaris is on here. So if you want to get real cozy, throw that shit on. Well, um, Nightmare All the Stars Born. All the Nightmare on Elm Street, um, all the Star is Born, which I'm not interested in, but see, I mean, dude, that thing you do, I mean, I know we're just like kind of throwing out titles here, but you just get like a wide range of like how, I mean, Haxon is on here, which has just got a Criterion release. Yep. That's awesome. I mean, dude, Wings of Desire, The Wizard, which just got a Shop Factory release. So it's just like, damn, I buy, I, I, I spend my hard earned dollars, my hard earned money on these extra things and they're just here. I'm like, man, you know, I work hard for that. So, um, no, for sure. And I, I think like this Turner classic movie thing is like a dream right now. Like I can see myself going honestly, each of these. Into all movies right at the top, which is so badass. Look what the very first one is. What do you see there on A to Z? On what? TCM. Go to the TCM homepage. Uh-huh. And then look at the t very first movie on the A to Z and what it is. 2001, baby. For May, right? Yeah. That's like one of the best yeah. movies of all time. Hey, look, it just shows you that they're not here. They're here to not fuck around. So I'm pretty stoked. Right. No, I'm, I'm super stoked about this. I think it's a, an excellent thing they're doing. And then like Cole said, I mean, you have friends like every i mean we, we don't like friends like i don't like friends at all but yeah it's fine so yeah. many people enjoy that and it every episode ever is on hbo max now you could watch it binge it it's you can skip it's the insane. sesame street portion i guess i mean it's funny the only thing that i will say that's really funny about that is elmo how called the not too late show with elmo <laughs> Yeah, he's like a, he's like a, a late night show host, which you know it's cute, whatever. I probably never watch it, but 
but yeah, like like doc the new Doctor Who stuff is on here. Adventure Time and Practical Jokers, uh, Big yeah. Bang Theory. It's all all on here. I'm not into the Bing. I don't. I'm not into the Big Bang Theory. But where do you see that at? Uh, so it's under featured series, and every episode is on there. Um, they it's. I mean, that went on twelve seasons, uh, if not thirteen seasons. I can't remember. Um, yeah, but it's. It's a, that's a big show too, and it just gives you the amount of content you can be, you know, for ten years and not watch everything that's on HBO Max at launch. And there's only going to be more stuff. So I'm curious, like Netflix, if they're going to get rid of stuff and then, you know, like because Netflix gets rid of things every month and then brings stuff on. I wonder how that's going to work. Oh, no, I, well, I think that a lot of the shows like Friends, they're never going to get rid of that. All the HBO original series, they're never going to get rid of that. The movies will switch out. So, I mean, you know, a lot of the stuff that's with Warner Brothers, that'll be on there for years and years and years. But there will be certain movies that you'll see a last chance at, uh, at uh, tab. Um, right. And HBO, HBO Now and HBO Go have been doing that for years with the last chance stuff too. So, so that's pretty cool. Um, so you can kind of get a vibe for that. Um, so, you know, get on there and make sure to watch Unfriended Dark Web before it goes away, guys. I know, right? And then... You know, one of the other things that HBO Max has in addition to their HBO shows is that HBO Max has their own line of original content, such as Love Life, Legendary, the Not Too Late Show with Elmo on the record, and Craftopia, not to mention Looney Tunes cartoons. So there's also going to be original content, which I guess one of their big ones is Love Life with Anna Kendrick. I haven't seen it yet. Have you? For it. Yeah, it looks okay. I mean, if you like that sort of like, you know, if you like a movie that's going to be playing at, like, Sundance, it's, like, just a show about that. It's like, oh, you know, like, we're, like, just people living our love lives. And, I mean, it's what it's about. But um, I think it looks good. I, I mean, I really do. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. A hipster. I'm kind of a hipster, so I like that kind of stuff. You're, you're a hipster? I anybody who is a hipster would ever say that they're a hipster, but I think people would say that I'm a hipster. So. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I would say you're a hipster. I think you're just cool. <laughs> I prefer just to be me. I picture a hipster bringing an actual turntable and like rotary phone to a coffee shop. And that's how they listen to music and make phone calls. <laughs> well, I do like VHS tapes. So. Um, but, and then, you know, you have documentaries and shit like that. that has been on HBO for the longest time. Uh, I would, what I would like to see, and I haven't been able to navigate this just yet. Um, I'm really into sports documentaries um, a lot. Um, I like the stories of sports and HBO sports has some of the best stuff in terms of that. Um, so I'm hoping to, oh, see, it just crashed on me, but not too much of a problem with the interface. Um, I think that it uh, real. I mean, I think if they're able to do that as well and show a lot of those docs and stuff that they have, on there i think that'd be really cool and curate that um right. it looks like they do have a sports sports tab so i'm gonna check it out now this this is just a really cool uh app so far i'm really liking it i've been adding stuff to my watch list where you can just go to that tab and see whatever you like right, let's go through our let's say a few things as we kind of wind it on down here that we put in our watch list some of the stuff that you've added uh police academy <laughs> mr holland's opus 
Uh, the Lone Wolf and Cub stuff. Um, even though I own it on Criterion House, the Japanese crazy batshit haunted movie. Um, Freaks, Enemy Mine, uh, the original Blob, The Abyss, 47 Ronin, and Doom Patrol. What about you? Let's see. I, I, I'll start from the top. Fresh Prince, Primal, uh, this show called Search Party. I have Adventure Time in there. Uh, a movie called Eating Raul, Grey's Anatomy, which are both on um, Criterion. Grey's Anatomy is like this guy, Spalding Gray. It's directed by Steven Soderbergh. It's really cool. Um, the Lonely Guy with Steve Martin, Multiple Maniacs, John Waters, The Player, Network, Room with a View, Jonathan Demme, Something Wild, That Thing You Do, The Three Colors Trilogy, uh, Bound. Um, let's see. It's Funny Games, The Last Seduction. Um, the, all the Critters movies, of course. So um, The Wind Rises is a movie I've never seen. So I'm so stoked to watch that. Um, Jason Goes to Hell, I have on here. Um, the Replacements, Looney Tunes, On the Record, um, Grey Gardens, River's Edge, I've added since we've been on here. So, I mean, I pretty much have enough to last me through the summer. Yeah, through the summer, yeah. We're going to be talking about all of these. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm more excited about this than Disney+. Plus. Like, I was excited for Disney+, Plus because I thought I was going to love it. And after I watched, like, the original – or not the original, but, like, all the Star Wars movies on there just to see how they looked – uh, I only watched like the Simpsons minus the Mandalorian stuff. But other than that, it's just kind of Simpsons on there. And here, I think I'm just going to consistently watch everything on here. Like after I'm done watching, you know, the stuff I have to watch for the job on Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon, I think this is going to be the one that I'm going to go to. And I, like I said, it's, for me, it's all about the interface. I, I mean, I like Hulu. I think Hulu is a freaking awesome service. But I just get so overwhelmed with some of the way that things are navigate the way it is to navigate things on there. But um, I mean, right now, I, did we say which subscription services that we do do use? Like, which ones do you use? Yeah. So do you use everything. Yeah, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, uh, CBS All Access, the WWE Network, <laughs> um, and. Uh, uh, Disney Plus and this. I do not do Shutter yet, and I don't do the DC app yet. So no Criterion channel. You just rely on your Criterion. I just rely on the Criterions. You know, there's stuff that I do want, but I, ha I have such a big Criterion collection that I think it would be weird for me to get the Criterion channel just because I can pick one of my few hundred that I have, and you know. Have uh, yeah, they have some really good stuff on the Criterion channel. There's like this show uh, hosted by this guy, John Pearson, who uh, pretty much started South by Southwest, and he is this really cool Austin guy. Um, so in the 90s, he did this show, and he would like interview like Harmony Kareen and be like, well, what would it be like if Eric Bogosian and Richard Linklater went on a mandate? And it's like, you know, these like two like create. So it's like that kind of stuff. They'll have that on there, and they'll have like cool, like, um, curated things like they'll say okay we're gonna bring in Juliette Binoche and let her pick five movies that she likes and it's like that sort of thing and Shudder kind of does that too um so for Criterion I just get too overwhelmed I can't watch all this stuff so I'm gonna really just use the summer to dive into HBO Max and kind of let um Disney Plus uh, fall by the wayside um because I mean if you got the Simpsons on DVD I think you're good um in my opinion so 
No, I think I think that's good. I mean, I definitely recommend HBO Max to people. You know, if you're looking, hell yeah. You know, because you're like, how many subscriptions am I going to have to have? How many streaming services? Well, this HBO Max is offering way more you know, than you could ever want. Because I mean, HBO alone is worth it. But then you add in everything we else we've talked about. Dude, it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy cool. It's crazy cool. It's not overwhelming. It's just exciting. And that's the thing. Um, because there's, you know, Disney can throw a bunch of stuff out there that they do have. But, you know, I think they really packed a punch with this one. So I, I love it. No, I do too. And that, yeah, HBO Max, go get it. You'll download that shit on your phone, your TV. It's your- worth, it's worth the 15 bucks, but also check, check to see if you have, you can get it included with your already pre-existing stuff that you already may have. So. Correct. So yeah, make sure you do that first for those of you who know somebody or, um, <laughs> uh, or you already have HBO, you get it for free. Or if you have AT and T service, like internet service, if you have AT and T, you'll get it for free. If you have HBO now, I believe you can just go ahead and I would just cancel that. There's no reason to have that and not have this. But if you have HBO Go, you won't get it. So if you're getting HBO through, you know, uh, UVerse or Verizon FiOS, you can't get this included with that. So you'll just be able to keep your HBO subscription. Um, but if you have AT&T then, and you pay a lot of money every month, they say, hey, here's a attaboy for you. And they give it to you for free. So. That's the way to do it. Yeah, no, this is, a, this is good stuff. But yeah, this is a, our, our, uh, our little podcast special dish. We wanted to bring you all the info on HBO Max. And I'm sure we will be back at some point to talk about more movies and updates to HBO Max. Well, I'm down, man. And this was like impromptu. It was kind of fun. Like we just started texting about it and then we hopped on a Zoom. We were like, dude, let's, let's do this. So. No, yeah, this will be good. So uh, yeah, we're the Multimedia Men Podcast Network on iTunes and Spotify and iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio. I'm Brian Kluger and you can find me all over the internet. Just type me, type in Brian Kluger and you'll find it. Uh, Cole can be found everywhere. Where can they, where can they find you, sir? Now, find me on Letterboxd, man. I love Letterboxd. Find me at James Cole Clay on Letterboxd. Just type in that name, and uh, you'll find me. Read all my shit on Rotten Tomatoes. Read all my shit that uh, our main man, Preston Barta, uh, always posts for me. He makes me sound good, makes me look good. And uh, don't find me on social media. You can find me on my Instagram, but it's kind of just me talking about grilling these days. So uh, you can find me on there doing that. So, yeah. Sweet deal. We'll be back next time. HBO Max. Hell yeah.